All paths lead to sustenance. All of our senses, including our sense of touch, ultimately bring us to the mouth, our organ of sustenance located below and intimately connected to the nose, which is directed by retronasal smell, retronasal olfaction, or mouth smell, giving us the ability to perceive the flavor dimensions of food and drinks. Retronasal smell is a sensory modality that produces flavor best described as a combination of traditional smell, orthonasal smell, and taste modalities that create flavor from smell molecules in foods or drinks shunting up through the navel passages as one is chewing. When people use the term smell, they're usually referring to orthonasal smell, or the perception of smell molecules that enter through the nose and up the nasal passages. Retronasal smell is critical for experiencing the flavor of foods and drinks. Flavor should be contrasted with taste, which refers to five specific dimensions. One, sweet. Two, salty. Three, bitter. Four, sour. And five, umami. Perceiving anything beyond these five dimensions, like distinguishing the flavor of an apple from a pear, requires retronasal smell. Taste in the gustatory system allows humans to distinguish between safe and harmful food and to gauge food's nutritional value. Digestive enzymes in saliva dissolve food into base chemicals that are washed over the papillae and detected as tastes by the taste buds. The tongue is covered with thousands of small bumps called papillae, which are visible to the naked eye. Within each papilla are hundreds of taste buds. The exception to this are the filiform papillae that do not contain taste buds. There are between 2,000 and 5,000 taste buds located on the back and front of the tongue. Others are located on the roof, sides, the back of the mouth, and in the throat. Each taste bud contains 50 to 100 taste receptor cells. Bitter food generally tastes unpleasant, while sour, salty, sweet, and meaty-tasting foods provide pleasurable sensations. The five specific tastes received by taste receptors are saltiness, sweetness, bitterness, sourness, and umami, which means delicious in Japanese and is sometimes translated as savory in English. As of the early 20th century, Western physiologists and psychologists believed there were four basic tastes, sweetness, sourness, saltiness, and bitterness. At that time, umami was not identified, but now a large number of authorities recognize it as the fifth taste. Sour and salt tastes can be pleasant in small quantities, but in larger quantities they become more and more unpleasant to taste. For sour taste, this is presumably because the sour taste can signal underripe fruit, rotten meat, and other spoiled foods which can be dangerous to the body because of bacteria that grow in such media. Additionally, sour taste signals acids, which can cause tissue damage. The bitter taste is almost universally unpleasant to humans because many nitrogenous organic molecules have a pharmacological effect on humans that taste bitter, including caffeine, nicotine, and strychnine, which, respectively, compose the stimulants in coffee, cigarettes, and the active compound in many pesticides. It appears that some psychological process allows humans to overcome their innate aversion to bitter taste 
as caffeinated drinks are widely consumed and enjoyed around the world. Additionally, many common medicines have a bitter taste if chewed, indicating that the gustatory system most likely interprets these compounds as poisons. In this manner, the unpleasant reaction to the bitter taste is a last-line warning system before the compound is ingested and can do damage. Sweet taste signals the presence of carbohydrates in solution. Since carbohydrates have a very high calorie count, saccharides have many bonds, therefore much energy, they are desirable to the human body, which evolved to seek out the highest calorie intake foods. Carbohydrates are used as direct energy, sugar, and storage of energy, glycogen. However, there are many non-carbohydrate molecules that trigger a sweet response, leading to the development of artificial sweeteners, including saccharin, sucralose, and aspartame. It's still unclear how these substances activate the sweet receptors and what adaptational significance this has had. The umami taste, identified by Japanese chemist Kukunai Akeda of Tokyo Imperial University, signals the presence of the amino acid L-glutamate, triggers a pleasurable response encouraging the intake of peptides and proteins. The amino acids in proteins are used in the body to build muscles and organs, transport molecules, hemoglobin, antibodies, and the organic catalysts known as enzymes. These are all critical molecules, and as such, it's important to have a steady supply of amino acids, hence the pleasurable response to their presence in the mouth. Taste is a form of chemoreception that occurs in the five different types of specialized taste receptors in the mouth. Each receptor has a different manner of sensory transduction, that is, of detecting the presence of a certain compound and starting an action potential that alerts the brain. Where the head is the center of perception for four of our senses, the fifth sense is centered in the body, our primary organ of feeling, and at the center of that is our heart, which is considered the center of feeling and emotion. Ancient shamanic cultures saw the heart as the true center of their personal universe, functioning as the portal connecting them through the sun of our local solar system, through multiple permutations all the way back to the infinite source of the great mystery. Our heads and our hearts are often at odds with each other for a number of reasons which will be explored in a later chapter, but for our present discussion, continuing our inward-bound tour to our true center brings us to our tactile senses that literally cover our whole body, with greater concentrations of nerve endings located at critical points like our fingertips and face. This multifaceted and pervasive network is a complex system of sensory neurons and pathways known as our somatosensory system that responds to changes at the surface or inside the body. The axon nerve fibers of sensory neurons connect and respond to various sensory receptor cells that are activated by different stimuli like heat and pain, giving a functional name to the responding sensory neurons such as thermoreceptors that carry information about temperature changes, making them vibratory sensors in that heat is a form of energy produced when molecules increase their rate of oscillation. Other types of cells include mechanoreceptors, chemoreceptors, and nociceptors that send signals along a sensory nerve to the spinal cord, 
where they are processed by other sensory neurons and relayed to the brain for further processing. Sensory receptors are found all over the body, including the skin, epithelial tissues, muscles, bones and joints, internal organs, and the cardiovascular system. Somatic senses are sometimes referred to as somesthetic senses, with the understanding that somesthesis includes the sense of touch, proprioception, sense of position and movement, and, depending on usage, haptic perception. This form of haptic perception is related to the concept of extended physiological proprioception, according to which, when a tool, such as a stick, is used, perceptual experience is transparently transferred to the end of the tool. In this case, haptic perception relies on the forces experienced during touch. Four mechanoreceptors in the skin each respond to different stimuli for short or long periods. Merkel cell nerve endings are found in the basal epidermis and hair follicles. They react to low vibrations, 5 to 15 hertz, and deep static touch, such as shapes and edges. Due to a small receptive field of extremely detailed information, they're used in areas like fingertips the most. They are not covered, shelled, and thus respond to pressures over long periods. Tactile corpuscles react to moderate vibration, 10 to 50 hertz, and light touch, and are located in the dermal papillae. Due to their reactivity, they're primarily located in fingertips and lips and respond in quick action potentials, unlike Merkel. They are responsible for the ability to read Braille and feel gentle stimuli. Lamellar corpuscles determine gross touch and distinguish rough and soft substances. They react in quick action potentials, especially to vibrations around 250 hertz, even up to centimeters away. They're the most sensitive to vibrations and have large receptor fields. Pekinian reacts only to sudden stimuli, so pressures like clothes that are always compressing their shape are quickly ignored. Bulbous corpuscles react slowly and respond to sustained skin stretch and are responsible for the feeling of object slippage and play a major role in the kinesthetic sense and control of finger position and movement. Merkel and bulbous cells, slow response, are myelinated. The rest, fast response, are not. All of these receptors are activated upon pressures that squish their shape, causing an action potential. The receptor for the sense of balance resides in the vestibular system in the ear for the three-dimensional orientation of the head and, by inference, the rest of the body. Balance is also mediated by the kinesthetic reflex fed by proprioception that senses the relative location of the rest of the body to the head. In addition, proprioception estimates the location of objects which are sensed by the visual system providing confirmation of the place of those objects relative to the body as input to the mechanical reflexes of the body. The somatosensory cortex encodes incoming sensory information from receptors all over the body. Affective touch is a type of sensory information that elicits an emotional reaction and is usually social in nature, such as physical human touch. 
This type of information is coded differently than other sensory information. Intensity of effective touch is still encoded in the primary somatosensory cortex, but the feeling of pleasantness associated with effective touch activates the anterior cingulate cortex more than the primary somatosensory cortex. Functional magnetic resonance imaging, fMRI data, shows that increased blood oxygen level contrast, bold, signals in the anterior cingulate cortex, as well as the prefrontal cortex, is highly correlated with pleasantness scores of an effective touch. Inhibitory transcranial magnetic stimulation, TMS, of the primary somatosensory cortex inhibits the perception of effective touch intensity, but not effective touch pleasantness.